0: Madrid, good to be here. Waiting. You think something new is going to happen? Something different from sitting?
1: Boring. Waiting is really boring, is it? Probably eventually, everything in your life will become boring. Your job will become boring. Your furniture will become boring. The view out your window will
0: become boring.
1: Your friends will become boring. Even your spouses or your lovers or your acquaintances, they'll become boring too. Maybe not Wilbur. Wilbur will be endlessly fascinating. (laughs) But our pets will become boring. Even we'll become boring to ourselves. I know I bore myself a lot. And is there anything more boring that you can think of than sitting on the floor in an empty room alone in front of a wall doing nothing? Can there be anything more boring than that? And sometimes our Shikantaza is profoundly boring because we are fundamentally alone sitting on the floor or in a chair or on a cushion or on a bench doing nothing how much boring can life get so when we wear out
0: our dramas Our excitements, our toys, our travels,
1: our distractions, our games, our narratives. What we're left with is boredom. Nothing to do, nothing to excite us, nothing to distract us. It's a kind of life of deprivation boredom, we're deprived of titillation, of activity, of interests, of newness, of novelty. We get flat, things seem flat. Boredom can arise out of loneliness. It's kind of lonely on the cushion isolation, monotony in our lives, tedium, the repetition of the same thing over and over and over again, can give rise to this state of boredom. And it can infuse our general life where we're sort of walking around in a stupor. It's a kind of... um, low intensity awareness (laughs) awareness gets very low level and this is kind of a sleepwalking you know we're not we're not firing on all 10 cylinders we're just kind of walking around in a trance it's a kind of a state of boredom which can overtake our lives. In French, it's called ennui. It's just a general state of what maybe Uchiyama Roshi would call drowsiness. Just very flat. Boredom is taboo in our culture. It's it's really um, something we want to avoid at all costs. When someone says you're boring or I'm bored, uh, something has to be done about that. That's, you know, it's not okay to be bored. I've, I've heard it. I mean, sometimes uh, it's said, this is boring. You know, it's just really a deep, a deep sense of dissatisfaction. Something has to be done if we reach this point of low level, a very low level of awareness or consciousness. And so it's intolerable to be bored. And sometimes you'll see yourself on the cushion and sort of relates to other hindrances. When you're bored, you get restless the mind just kind of pops around and you can feel it in your body you know i can't stand this uh, this sameness uh this this lack of vitality um and of course aversion comes in uh you know this is unacceptable this is intolerable to feel bored i have to do something about this <clears throat> um and so we turn to what we could call boredom busters. So when you get bored, what do you do to bust, bust through that, to break that boredom? What, what do you do? Well, there's a, lots of industries that are built around distraction and 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 doing away with boredom video games right excitement in your life you know uh, i guess during covid a lot of people were uh, isolated and confined and bored and so get a pet <laughs> Get a pet that will that will break up your boredom, or find a hobby, get doing something. You know, call a friend. <laughs> you know, have a drink, <laughs> you know, smoke a cigarette, overeat, make yourself lots of fancy desserts. Um, anything to break through this intolerable state of low level sameness. So what happens when we, when we turn to distractions? Um, We start getting, getting, um, getting dependent upon stimulation. So Often what stimulates you, because it doesn't really satisfy what boredom is teaching you, you have to keep looking for stimulation as if stimulation will fill that void, will break through that low level awareness. And so you can see how in our culture, we could say that we have an overstimulated culture. We're always like moving around, doing new new things, uh, going on new adventures, uh, getting new stuff that will occupy our attention. So it's, it's stimulation surfing you know you're bored just start surfing the web Uh, and before you know it you know you're just you have to do it more and more and more and a a life of when you sit down on a cushion and and you can see often people they just just can't stop Uh, they have to have a constant stream of stimulants to uh, make that boredom tolerable and so what often happens is that there's another form of boredom that arises there's the boredom of a diminished a diminished life a life which doesn't have much excitement and then there's the boredom of overstimulation where nothing nothing works anymore to to energize you it's like turning up the volume more and more and more and before you know it 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 it's not working and so nothing all this it's like the difference between say your're um, You're on a you're on a walk with a friend, acquaintance, and that person doesn't speak. It's just uh, very withdrawn. You're walking along, and that person is withdrawn, kind of maybe a little grumpy, not not particularly interested in small talk or engaging with you. And you're walking and you're walking and there's silence and there's no real connection. And it's like, wow, this, is, this person is really boring. This is a very a kind of you know, unsatisfying experience. But what if that, that person is too talkative? is constantly talking about things that are totally uninteresting maybe about themselves constantly about going from one topic to another never shutting up and you just shut down you they are just completely <laughs> they're boring too because they're they're overstimulating and you can't absorb what what is happening and so you shut down and there's a kind of the person who is uh, over, overly, oh, too talkative, too much focused on a variety of subjects that are trivial uh, and that who doesn't stop just to fill the silence, then you also become bored. So there's too much and too little. In our practice, we don't don't shut down on anything. Boredom is inevitably going to arise in our practice because we're doing something or not doing something that uh, is, again, the quintessential definition of boredom. Uh, Alone, isolated, no distractions, or more minimal distractions um, and nothing to do, facing something blank. That's why a lot of people like to face this because there might be a deer (laughs) or groundhog scurrying around there that will, you know, the mind needs something to chew on. It it just cannot stand uh, not having some stimulation. So uh, we're providing it, you know, um, and we provide it for ourselves. And we sit, you know, we start fantasizing, <laughs> you know, or we start planning. That's what I do. That's um, that's my uh, my go to uh, uh, distraction is planning. Um, you know, you have yours, and it varies, uh, but it's intolerable just to sit there. and and basically be, and be open and available. So the title of the talk for today was In Praise of Boredom. There is something worthy about boredom. And we ought not to Um, disparage it, or try to avoid it. In fact, many creative artists and thinkers have found that out of this state of boredom, of not doing anything, of just being, their most creative ideas arise because there's an openness To something arising for you rather than you trying to occupy yourself. So, boredom can be a source of creativity because it is full of possibilities. It's not clamping down, fixing down on any particular idea or narrative or emotion. It's very, it can be very open state to be in. So also when we stay with boredom, when we stay with it and not try to eliminate it or shut down on it or avoid it with some distraction, we can get a real insight
0: into time actually into infinity
1: sometimes we've, we've said in zen that you can have a taste of infinity waiting for the bell
0: to ring yes it seems like forever <laughs> this feeling of
1: (sighs) it seems like this is going on. It's never, the bell's never going to ring, right? So if we stay with that, we can taste, we can taste infinity. Wow. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) So instead of trying, we, we should sort of you could say, take the backward step and look at that. Look at what we're experiencing. This is infinity. <laughs> this is here, right here, right, right now. And then the bell rings, the bell rings, and suddenly we're alive. That's fin- our finitude. So in boredom, we have... Because boredom also will pass naturally. We have on our on our cushions, we have the opportunity to experience infinity and also our finitude, our yes, this is the moment. You know, the bell, the bell rings and we're born. <laughs> you know, we we uh we come into existence out of this infinity that we're sitting in. Oh, it's going on forever, never, never. ever. bing, here we are. So if we, if we call our practice boring, that is praise. <laughs> that's when we say this, this practice is boring, that's praising it. It's not saying, oh, you know. sometimes when uh, I, I've gone on long retreats and I've returned down the mountain to uh, everyday life and people have said to me, friends have said to me, seven days of sitting and not doing anything, you must have been so incredibly bored. And you could say that I I was bored, but it wasn't bored in the sense of this is intolerable. In fact, it was wonderful to be able to be bored and not to be running around being distracted and being overloaded, overloaded with stimulation so that I could just enjoy being finite. You know, I could just enjoy eating, sleeping, working, and meditating. Very simple life. So out of boredom, we can begin to appreciate just our our ordinary lives, just being what's in front of us, and not having to play games, to surf the web, to find some distraction here, to, to uh, drum up new activities, but what's in front of us, what, how we are in this moment. There's a wonderful essay uh, by G.K. Chesterton, called The Logic of Elfland. And it's actually quite a brilliant essay. I highly recommend it. And he says that a child of seven is absolutely captivated by the opening of a door and a dragon coming through. just fascinated by by that. But a child of three is absolutely captivated by the door opening. That's the difference between the typical stimulation that we get from distractions and the stimulation that is natural in our ordinary life, a door opens. Whoa! We hear the sound of a cricket. I was talking with Ramon on san You know, I'm always fascinated just by you're reading a book, and there's this tiny little bug. It's a it's a book bug or whatever. It's it's like a speck, but it's alive, right? It's just crawling along your crawling o- along your page what where's its mouth <laughs> where's it where are its nostrils how does how is it alive what is it just it's not boring it's it's just what appears to you and i'll end with um this story of the a Zen master who always sitting by a stream and um one of his disciples what could be her disciples comes along <laughs> and um says to the teacher you know something i i'm I'm really bored uh following my breath I mean I just that was his practice this disciples practice it's just I've just reached my limit with, it's just the most boring thing in the world just to sit and breathe and follow my breath. And the Zen master takes him by the hair and puts his head in the stream and holds it there until this student is (laughs) gasping and he comes out and he goes... (laughs) <laughs> and the, then she says, "Oh, your your breath
0: is boring."
1: So praise boredom. Praise boredom. All the things that arise out of this openness are just as compelling as the most exciting video game uh, that you turn to, the door opening, your breath coming in and out and giving you life, the bell ringing out of infinity to say, wake up, wake up.